You're listening to the Gino Quintin Audio Experience. I'm Gino, I'm Filipino, and I'm a full-time martial artist at my family's academy in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I make content about the martial arts way of thinking and connecting it to live a happier, more productive life. Hello, everybody. I am recording this podcast because today, being a kids instructor means a little bit more to me than it did before the classes today. Uh, Not to name any names, and it's never a bad thing when I talk about this stuff, but you can learn a lot about children through teaching them. Not only about yourself, but about how you can empathize with other people who might be experiencing the world a little bit differently than you. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, make sure that you subscribe to it. Follow me on all my social media channels. I am about to launch a brand new business that I've been working on. Uh, called Everything is Everything. It is a series of videos and mini course creation on some of the life lessons I've learned doing martial arts uh, as a full-time career. If you guys are interested in that, just check it out on my website at ginothefilipino.com. All right, so let's go into this idea. So earlier today, we were teaching a kid's class and there's this game. We play capture the flag, put these flags on the belts and you have to, you know, snatch them from each other. At a glance, the game is competitive. It is it is competitive. Like you don't want the person to get your flag and you have to protect your own while trying to get theirs. And there's this little kid that is still trying to get used to not always getting the things that he wants. The idea that your competitive spirit and your desire isn't enough to just make yourself happy is something that not a whole lot of children get to experience. And talk about this sometimes too, and that's why I really advocate for children to be in martial arts, is because a lot of the parents that are raising them tend to appease the child to get rid of their own pain. And it's not like a good or a bad thing, it's just there are some experiences that children need in order to actually grow. Like if you don't actually show them that the world is tough, and you don't actually show them that They can't just like whine and complain in order to get everything that they want. Shutting down isn't always an option when you're faced with a hard choice or like a hard obstacle. In today's example, um, one of these little kids was playing the game. They got upset that they were losing like probably three or four times in a row, mainly because, you know, some of the other kids are a little bit bigger than them or, you know, he's just not familiar with the game very much. And this is his first time playing the game. Totally understandable. But he's like seven. These kids are like, eight or nine, 10, 11, something like that. And you know, you'd have to like sit down, you have to like think about it. Like, why are, why are you feeling this way? Why, why do you feel the need to like completely shut down just because you don't win like two or three times? And if, if you really think about it, when you're a kid, like everything's a game. Like if you're used to a lot of people, for lack of a better term, coddling you, then you won't really appreciate it when you come to that rude awakening that like, oh, I'm not being taken care of anymore. You guys aren't like tending to my every whim. It's hard. It's really hard for those kids to kind of get through it. At first, when you think about it, you know, you you want them to feel good. You want them to have fun while playing the game. But at the same time, you also need them to just kind of get over it, like be exposed to it. Go through those hard times over and over again until it's not so hard anymore. That's really the only way you can get comfortable with being uncomfortable. You have to keep getting tested. The only real way to get better at it is in that moment. Like how do you practice patience is 
when you're actually needing to demonstrate patience? How do you practice your love and attention well, it's when it's needed? If you only really care about yourself in those moments, then anybody that actually needs you won't want to be around you when you're needed. And that's kind of something that like ties back into your own teachings. Like as a teacher, when you're showing kids how to do stuff, your purpose is to get them better, not to demonstrate how much you know. So if the purpose of the game in this case is to be present for that game, it's really hard to just always get what you want or to give the other person what they want. Like you have to be present in the game. Like I want to play, I want to win. But the whole part about playing the game is that we're both trying our hardest. We're both you know, enjoying the opportunity to do this experience with each other. And that experience has like so many different variables, not only on the person's life experience, but also on the relationships inside the class. And that kind of brings me to the second one. Today, we also had a couple of uh, new students like training with each other, they're brothers. And I, I didn't realize how big some of these kids are getting nowadays. The brothers were like 17 and 14, I think it was crazy. But they're like roughly about the same size. And the one who was having the hardest time was, you know, obviously the younger one, the 14 year old. And I'm just like, why are you guys acting the way that you do? Okay, well, you're young. You know, this is probably like one of the first combative athletic things that you'd be doing. Okay, I can work with this. And then I made the mistake of having them work with each other. Um, if you guys don't know, if you're getting into anything that requires like a sense of like learning with a partner, I would highly recommend for you not to work with anybody you're familiar with because relationships tend to get in the way of the actual productivity. So that's like the same thing as like working with a family member or, you know, trying to give a presentation with your brother. Like if you guys haven't had a lot of reps in doing something like that with each other, then a new journey where you're both at the very beginning and somebody has like some weird imbalance of power is going to get in the way. So having an older brother and a younger brother try and learn something new and they're kind of like bickering and arguing with each other is it's kind of difficult. You know, I can empathize it with them a little bit because when I was younger, I did the same thing with my brother and sister. And the only reason why we got through it was because we had to. We did it so many times that eventually we kind of just became better students like we still we still mess around with each other when i train with my brother and my sister we'll play around but we're still serious when it's time to be serious we'll be serious but that's only because we're veterans in the art now we can do that so if i could give any recommendation if you're planning on doing a martial arts thing or planning on doing some sort of athletic thing where you need a partner highly recommend you do it with somebody you don't typically see all the time so you can actually enjoy that moment but it definitely does help you stay focused uh, I ended up rotating the class a few times to make sure that those brothers didn't actually work with each other the entire time because I didn't want their brotherly bickering to affect the rest of the room. So I ended up creating some sort of game that allowed them to, to play a little bit better and allowed them to still have a good time. And I think it's really cool that like after all this time teaching, being able to flexibly maneuver a group of people to create a better environment for everybody is a leadership trait that I picked up from watching my dad, especially being able to handle a lot of the, um, the child issues that I had with like my brother and sister or just watching him leave the class in general. You can learn a lot from observing people and just genuinely wanting to make them happy. 
I still have to do my job. I have to teach you. I have to be a good role model and a leader for you. But I also want you to enjoy yourself. I don't want you to have a bad experience. So that's a lot of the the empathization, how to empathize with people on making sure that we're all happy. Like, I am here to do my best. As long as you show up, as long as you show up to do your best, we can all have a good time. But that's like a big lesson that I learned from the kids. And I, I hope that anybody listening to this, whether you have children or if you have uh, little ones or like a cousin or brother, sister that you tend to bicker with or have a hard time with, that you find a little bit of patience and, you know, take the extra few minutes to just empathize with them because maybe they are feeling something that you might not be aware of because you're a lot older than them. And what they're experiencing to you might not be very big, but to them, it's a really big deal because everything in their world is a big deal when it's so small. So it's our job to introduce them to the bigger world and allow them to grow the way that they need to. Thank you so much for listening. Do remember to subscribe to the podcast and I'll see you in the next one. If you haven't already seen the new course that I'm going to be launching soon, Everything is Everything, a big curation of all the life lessons I've learned and a little bit of tips and tricks on content creation and entrepreneurship as a professional athlete, make sure you visit GinoTheFilipino.com. Thank you.